Welcome to the Meteor Strike Podcast, where we talk about interesting Meteor packages and other community contributions that make the Meteor JavaScript framework great. This is Episode 0 for Thursday, November 26th. Hey there, everybody. Uh, this is Shrop and... Tecto. And uh, we're here uh, with a new Meteor Podcast. That's just what the community needs, another Meteor Podcast. And I'm sure a lot of listeners are probably wondering right now, why do we have another Meteor Podcast? Exactly. there are other good ones out there i think there's one that's missing though and uh it's not necessarily that uh some of the things we want to emphasize like focusing on the community um are missing but there's one that uh, the drupal community comes to mind has had for a long time a truly excellent podcast called modules unraveled and uh modules unraveled on the drupal side focuses entirely on community contributions so it's uh the non-core pieces of, of software that are freely available. And so in a similar fashion, we want to focus on packages and other or open source contributions that are um, in addition to what the MDG Meteor Development Group has put out for everybody to build on. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. And Modules Unraveled is a, is, has been a great podcast in the Drupal community. And uh, so we'd, we'd like to have a podcast and we can uh, that we can just present the packages that uh, we appreciate, new packages that are out there, and and old packages uh, that are uh, kind of just favorites of the community uh, that may help new uh, Meteor developers. Uh, there are, I think, about eight thousand, nine thousand pa- uh, packages that are out there. Wow, is it that high? Already? Yeah, it's 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 in that range. I was checking Atmosphere this week, and um, that is a lot of packages to have to kind of. Curate. Yeah, curate through and figure out what do you want to use. So one of the things that uh, Modules Unraveled did that I think maybe someday we might look at, but today we're not, is they often had the uh, the authors of a given module, or in our case package, interviewed on the show, and that tended to run to a long form. Um, I think one of the things we're hoping to do is, is keep it down, right? So make it a little more accessible. Yeah, we're going to try to keep this uh, under 10 minutes. Uh, each episode, so it's it's a tough uh, it's a tough one to to do, but we are going to uh, commit to doing that, and let's we'll see how it goes. I think uh, one thing that would be handy to talk about is is what is a what is a package, what is a meteor package. So in the show notes, we're going to have some resources uh, linking to the meteor dot com docs uh, from the MDG uh, about writing packages, and we also have a fantastic article. Uh, from MeteorChef.com, from TheMeteorChef.com on writing a package. This is kind of my go-to article that I have send to Meteor developers who are new to writing packages and curious about it. This is a very well-done article. So um, so definitely check that out. But a Meteor package is is basically a set of code that you can add uh, to a Meteor install to provide some functionality, a library, you know, just added functionality. And uh, so it's uh, it's really key to making a, a full application. Uh, and there's lots of reasons that we'll get into. Well, so, so hang packages. on. So if we're if we have people that potentially listen to the, this podcast that are curious about writing their own packages, what's the crossover point? You're, you're creating an application and uh, you're probably already leveraging packages because obviously Meteor itself is, is a bunch of packages under the hood. But what, where do you hit the point where you potentially should take some portion of your code and turn it into a package. What What's the driving force in, for that scenario? Uh, I, I think everybody has to draw that line themselves, but 
the way I've thought about it and based on uh, reading, you know, articles and what other media developers are doing is if you have a uh, unique set of functionality that can be abstracted away from the rest of the code, maybe it's a complete feature, a complete idea of code, uh, something uh, that, that, you know, it could be blog functionality. It could be something that big, or it could be something as small as adding a uh, JavaScript library, which we'll look at today. Those are, those are components that can be broken out. And, and so you, you may do that for a couple of reasons. One reason is you want to provide that code back to the community, uh, which we're real big about. You want to be able to get that out there, open source it, and let others benefit from that work instead of keeping it just in your application. Uh, and another reason that you may want to do it is even if it's, you know, code that you're keeping to yourself um, uh, in an application for some reason, sometimes you want to make a package just so it's easier to maintain. Okay. So potentially, let's say you might end up reusing it internally on another project or just from an isolation perspective, getting it off into its own package lets you maybe limit everything to specific interfaces and kind of isolate that code into something that you can write tests for and, and maintain a little differently. Exactly. Okay. And, and there, there's probably some other reasons. Love to hear comments and, and that sort of thing from the uh, from the listeners if they have other reasons that they uh, are writing packages. But, but yeah, there's a lot of different reasons and where you draw those lines uh, wind up being kind of up to the developer. But definitely those are the two, the, the two big reasons that I can see. So, we have eight or 9,000 and obviously rapidly growing because I had no idea I'd gotten that large in the last, you know, I don't know, a few months since I looked last. But, um, you know, there are resources out there for finding packages. Obviously, uh, we're going to be looking through those resources and, and uh, picking out ones to talk about each time that we do this podcast. Uh, where should people be going to find packages and where should they go if they've created some new package that they want to share with everybody? Well, um, atmospherejs.com is the standard place to go and search for packages, I would say, uh, out there. It's a web web UI. You can search for any keyword and usually find uh, some packages to cover what you're looking for. And uh, those pages actually give you links right back to GitHub and the source code and with instructions on how to install uh, the packages in your Meteor app. Uh, there, There's also... Um, uh, there's another link we're going to have in the show notes. The uh, It's on GitHub, and it's it's uh, part of the title is Awesome Meteor. But this uh, resource is pretty cool. It's got a link. It's it's basically a list of a number of uh, really cool packages organized by category. So I definitely want to mention that. Another option instead of Atmosphere that some of, some of the Meteor developers like is Fastosphere. I think I'm saying that correctly. But that is a command line tool. There's also a web interface for this, um, and that's at fastosphere.meteor.com. But that that is a very quick search tool, probably a little faster than Atmosphere. It has less of the UI elements, and uh, you can use that to search for your, uh, you know, for whatever uh, package uh, content topic you're looking for. And we did want to throw in, uh, before we uh, close off this episode here and keep it under 10 minutes, we did want to throw in a mention of a package, since that's kind of what we're trying to do each week. We won't have as much, in upcoming weeks, we won't have as much talk about why we're doing this podcast. So, uh, so I did want to mention the meteorIs.js package, and this is uh, this is actually a package that HB uh, Five has uh, uh, wrote a while back, and it's a real simple one. It's a good one to look at just to get an idea of packages and how they work. But this, the, all this does is pull in the is.js microcheck library, which uh, is very handy considering that 
doing certain things in JavaScript right out of the box can be fairly painful. Yeah, it gives you a ton of check types, regular expressions, it, it just really all kinds of you know checks that you can make on uh, any type of data uh, that you want. And so um, we'll have links to that in the show notes and links to the is.js uh, microcheck library source. So I think that about wraps it up for this week. Techno, unless you've got something else. No, uh, I think what you mentioned earlier, the awesome Meteor link that's going to be in the resources is a good placeholder that we will probably be looking through that list and picking off packages to be talking about. And um, for those of you that are eager to dive into a curated list, that's a great place to start and get ahead of us as far as finding good packages for a number of scenarios. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, until uh, next week, we'll talk to you soon. All right.